0: Hello anyone listening and welcome to Connecting Vague Dots. This week we have two very special guests and Seth it's over to you to introduce them. So with me today we have Daniel Elston and my good friend Tom Carey. Hello. Um, And they they are from the sessions from the shed podcast i don't know if you guys have seen that but this is possibly the newspapers have called this the biggest podcast crossover in the history of crossovers ever some say bigger than the original avengers film i we'll wouldn't quite go that far if we were the avengers i'd be um spider-man no you would have yes i would tom would be um you'd be spider-man i'd be ant-man yeah you've got some yeah tom... dick tom would be a <laughs> <Ant-Man. laughs> good one yeah <laughs> Dan, Wait. you'd be... Um, Walk straight into that one. Dan would be Black Panther. Brilliant. And Jay... Okay. wow. Jay. Yeah, I yeah. think Jay's a bit of a Doctor Strange. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Or maybe Vision. Yeah, he <laughs> could oh, be yeah. Vision. Yeah, we'll give you Vision. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to... Seth, you are not Spider-Man. Spider-Man is likeable. I'm very likeable. Oh! <laughs> oh! I've got. I've got, I've got from Jay. I've got. have got the Spider-Man body, Dan. No, hey? Steph, I, I'd give you an Iron Man. <laughs> you'd, you'd say i oh, will Spider-Man. Iron Man. I said. Oh, no, Iron Man. It's... All right, Iron Man's all right. Without the money. <laughs> so what, what was that then? <laughs> a, a poor, arrogant Tony Stark. That's what you are. You don't even. You can't even afford the suit. It's all like cardboard. Well, thanks, Tom. My friends, <laughs> you everyone, my friend. Um, yeah. So today we will be doing what we've done every other day, which is where we all come prepared. Not, well, we all come prepared. Relatively prepared. Yeah, but I'm guessing Tom won't be prepared with a, um, a I film. am prepared. <laughs> Are you? Yes. So Tom, you have your film, you have your book, and you have your choice of music. I do, yeah. With an underlying Tom's link. Cool. Tom's more prepared for us than he has been for any of our sessions. I know, oh, not really fair. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, this, well, this was a lot more easier, because there's only three things, really. As opposed to having, like, a massive list. There's not a massive list. <laughs> I, I've, well, I've no, seen all it, your sessions last... from the shed. The, the list is never particularly long. Can I just say, all, Tom's mum commented on our latest video saying, all I can say is no. <laughs> I, her what she, I, I I. honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to double check with her on that one. Which video, which video was it? The the skills one. The twenty four oh, skills. <laughs> but no was in capitals. It was very. I have to say though that that skills challenge um, video was very very good. Dan was that you who edited it? Hell, fuck yes, off. it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was. I could tell that it wasn't Seth. oh god (laughs) this is just going to be like two hours of me throwing shade at Seth what we're going to do is we're going to do you two and then we're going to do me and Seth so we can sort of split it up into sections easier all right Tom do you want to go first yeah I don't mind Uh, so the film I went for it was uh, Dog Day Afternoon starring Al Pacino Ooh, Dog Day Afternoon if any of you guys have seen it Is it like Groundhog Day? No, it's about a bank robbery. Ooh. That pretty much goes terribly wrong. It's very good. Right, get, 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 you, the thing is with this, Tom, you've got to give us as much as you can about it without giving the answer away. It's going to be difficult for the film one because it's probably the one that has the loosest connection. But Okay, just subtly uh, imply it and we'll listen. Okay, so the character is... Uh, how can I explain this? His name's Sonny Wartzig, isn't it? Wartzig? Wartzig. Something like that, I think. I watched it last night, but I, I, it was kind of in the background, but then really? the bit that I picked up on, that was where I got the connection. But so that's basically, kind of... <laughs> when an inexperienced criminal, Sonny Wartzig, leads a bank robbery in Brooklyn... <laughs> He's just reading the synopsis. Things quickly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But basically, okay. That's he pretty much what Tom uh, said. Well done. He, okay, all <laughs> I'm going to say it, he is sexually repressed. I don't know how to say it without spoilers. I'm gonna have to go on to my other ones. Oh.
1: No, that, that, Tom, that's, that's fine, bloody, Tom. That's fine. Just say that's that. That's a bloody
0: porno of Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> no, <it's> I, <laughs> I mean, I think I do actually no. know the, like, the reason for the bank robbery and, and what you're talking about, but it okay, is. I'm what not do you su- think? I haven't, I haven't seen the film, so I don't know yeah. how spoilery it is. But, but guess it doesn't matter. Seth can just mute the okay. spoiler bit. Yeah, sure. That's that. Yeah, that's true yeah uh because he's is it um a sex change operation that he's trying to get the money for it might be well I, yeah it is yeah 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 mm-hmm. that's so the context so. of the film but that's not yeah. what the connection and is yeah and the, the film sort of devolves just... into just a, a publicity stakeout with loads of press in it yeah 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 That. cool Jay knows the films. I'm surprised so, neither of you guys have seen it because it's quite a big Al Pacino film. So Cappuccino goes and robs a bank to raise money for <laughs> a sex change. How does it go wrong? Does a sex change go wrong or does a bank heist no, no. go wrong? <laughs> no, no the, the bank heist goes wrong. It says law enforcement moves towards its inevitable end. Ooh. Ooh. how yeah. scary. He, he reads from Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to Dan, what's your film? Uh, well, no, we, we've got to try and make a guess at get just a random guess at your link. So, guys, okay, should fine. we all just come up with we, one together instead of guessing three separate ones? I have, I have no idea what what the connection. I think it's to do with cause... sex change or transgender. I'm agreeing with Dan. I think it's sex change or transgender. Jay. Yeah, was, uh, sex change, transgender, sexual repression, any of that stuff. Okay, so, so you're 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 along the right lines, but that's not it. My my film, my film, it's about it's about a band of a band of misfits oh, who don't really no. know they don't really know where they stand at, at this time. They're they're, le- they're left uh, at a difficult time in their lives where uh, it's end it is Endgame. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. I actually hate uh, it so much. I don't know why not know why. I would have bet there. money that you'd have picked Endgame, but I really didn't want to. <laughs> uh, I just didn't think he had the nerve to pick it again. <laughs> I will always have the nerve to pick it. <laughs> Did you re-watch it especially for this podcast as well? Uh, I watched it two nights ago, so yeah, I guess so. <laughs> how, many, how many times is that now? A oh, hundred? You've watched no, it I think, so many times, Dan. I think I I think I'm in like the high teens of watching it. Do you, do you honestly not get bored of it though? No. Cause I mean I I think if I watched With Nill and I over and over again, I think eventually I'd be a bit like, oh, okay. Yeah, mm, well I mean I it is with Nil and I. It's quite a there's not a lot going on. Jay doesn't like well, yeah. it, Tom. I do like oh. it, but there's not a lot going on. Oh. Well that's kind of well, it's the simplicity of it. I, 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 think... I, don't, I don't know if you can call it your favourite film, Tom, if you can not watch it over and over again and not get bored. Well, to be fair, Dan, uh, saying that, whenever I do watch it, which isn't frequently, because I don't like watching films over and over again, but when I do go back to it, I tend to like it a bit more. That's why it's always been my favourite film. My link is very specific. Oh, really? Very <laughs> specific. Or specific. It could be stupidly specific. <laughs> All right, are we gonna are we gonna let Dan talk about Endgame a bit? And within that, Dan, you have to sort of, you have to brush over what you think is, yeah, imply it. So just, just Wait, talk I'm about Endgame to, for a bit. I'm allowed to talk about it. Yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. Yes. You have to, unfortunately. So the, th- the thing about this film, why I've chosen this film, it's just it, it's unlike any film out there, isn't it? Yeah. No. Um, well, it is. It's a superhero movie. There's lots of superhero it's movies. Not, it's not. Not just a superhero movie. Name another, film That's a timeline, isn't it? name another film where half the characters are dead at the start. What oh, and then come back to life. Okay, fair <laughs> That's very specific though, Dan. Well, I mean, there are, there are plenty of films about the rapture, which is where almost every single person in the world ever dies. Well, basically, actually, they don't, no, they don't die. They don't <laughs> and it's not—it's not just the fact that it starts with uncertainty; it's the fact that it ends with uncertainty as well. You don't know what's going to happen next. It's like I can't remember the end. And uh, what'd you I've say? forgot? I've completely forgotten what happens at the end of the film. I thought it's quite final. The end, though, isn't it? You sort of go, "Oh, that's it now." No, no. There's a finality for some of the characters, but not necessarily all Yeah, but for all the of majority them. of them, it's—is you just don't have a clue what's going to happen. Yeah, it, it, it's good at leaving things open. I don't want to talk about it because people will make fun of me. All right, look, look. We'll give you ten seconds, and then that's all you get to talk about. You ready? Three, two, one, go. It's the best film franchise ever made because uh, you'd rather watch it over Lord of the Rings. That's three seconds. That's all I need. Okay, so if this, you see, can I guess your link, please? Of can. I think it's all of these choices you'd rather watch, listen to, or read over Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> okay. That was... Sp- okay. That's incredibly specific. <laughs> I- I've, I've, got, I've got just a, a random guess. Is it a film or... Actually, no, that can't be it because I don't think... The... Okay. I was going to say the Russo brothers, but I don't think they've done any books or music. So <laughs> I d- I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to pass on the guess. Actually, it's it's too right. too hard to call. Cool. This too is cool the cool. loosest link. This film is my loosest link. Jay, J, J, J do you want to have a guess? I yeah. no, I can't think of anything. I highly suggest thing. you go back and rewatch it because it's worth the rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. After that, I go back again. I've only ever watched it once, and I mean, I liked it at the time, but I just I think it's it's one of those films where when it's done, it just it feels like it's done because it feels like it's the end of it. You don't need to rewatch it because it, it is, in some ways, very predictable. That's all I'm going to say. No, no, it no, is. To be fair. <laughs> no, no, I'd say it is because you, you know that they're not all actually dead and they are going to come back, especially with yeah. uh, the trailer for Spider Man 2 coming before Endgame actually came out. Mm. You know, yeah, we, and Stuff like that. We know they're going to come back, but it's not predictable. And in you know, the know sense that Thanos is going to die and you know there's going to be a massive battle. No, you season. don't. Yes, I mean, you do. You do. There's the a same level... formats in a lot of... In Avengers, it's the same format. It's close to being the same format. There's a big end battle at the very end of the film. There is down. a level of formula that is involved in the film, absolutely. But I think yeah. that the way that they actually use it and, and make the film is very good, very clever. And it's the only film with time travel that makes sense. Uh... No. I mean, they, they, to be fair, they handle it very well, but there are still a lot of other good time travel films, like Arrival. Yeah, but or Donnie the, the Darko. Thing, the, thing, the thing I like about Avengers Endgame, the way they dealt with their time travel, is they instantly said all of the other films did it wrong. Yeah. And that they made up their own way of doing it, which I thought was quite cool, rather than going down the normal route of don't speak to your past selves and don't yeah. crush a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think another thing is the fact that, and I—it's always kind of been like this, except for all the Dark World. Just need to add press on that. But uh, I think in the, in the past, like five years, Marvel films have got consistently better. And I don't know whether that's due to the technology or just the fact that they're obviously done by mostly the Russo brothers or who's the other guy, Dan? John Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. Well, I mean, he did too. I don't really like John Favreau's films did that he? much. I, he came up as the the person who's done the second most amount. He yeah, because no, one, no one's directed more than one. James Gunn. James Gunn's only done one. No, he's done, done 2 and done... He's done both Guardians. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, other than... I completely forgot Guardians 2. I, 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 forgot, that. I forgot James... <laughs> yeah, everyone should forget the Guardians <laughs> 2. Like, fuck I off, hate it's that. a better hate one. one. Hate it. I hate you fucking one, forgot but about it. I, I really didn't like it. I really didn't like it. Yep. Shall we, we move on yeah, to your Tom? Album? Your music choice. Don't worry, guys. Wait, we'll have more time to talk about Marvel. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <Daniel. laughs> oh, for fuck no! You <laughs> have you picked like so, a Marvel graphic novel? <laughs> for a comic? Wait. So, we're, are we moving on to music or? Yeah, music, m- no. Your music, please, Tom. Music. Okay, so I, I chose an album. I chose Suede's self-titled album. Came out in 1993. Ah. Very interesting. Why I also also like to add uh, the last uh, film, I I forgot to mention mention that that came out in 1983. Hint, hint. Well, the uh, the suede album came out in 93, didn't it? Yeah, and it's not a connection between being a decade apart. It came out 29th of March 1993, didn't it? You just keep googling them. (laughs) that's, That's technically cheating. He's so clever. (laughs) That is cheating That is cheating Well Tom why did you choose uh, Is that why you chose The self-titled one Over their better Dog Man star album Uh, It depends whether you think It's better or not Because I don't know If it's better Did you choose the self-titled one Just because of the date No I chose it Kind of because of the context Of the band And where they were At that period Tom when did you say Dog Day Afternoon was released (laughs) I think it was 1983 (laughs) Uh, It was 75 Was it (laughs) Okay, well, okay, 1975 though, but but that is still important regardless. Tom, give us a bit of the uh, Suede's context as to the band. So so it's it's Britpop, Britpop's kicking off, it's 93, and you've got a band which is kind of uh, incorporating all of the sort of glam rock and David Bowie-esque stuff, but they're popular by a certain amount of people. That's all I'm going to say. I've given a, I think I've given away too much. My, I'm thinking, you said David Bowie. And, um, I did, yeah. And he was a bit of a... um A bank robber. No, nah, <laughs> kind of, the other one. The, no, he wasn't a transgender, but he, he liked to cross-dress a lot. What did Probably I much? watch the other day with David Bowie in? Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it has been in the one. A lot more than Z-Lander, Dan. He's been, <laughs> quite a, he's been quite a few films. In The Prestige. He's very good in The Prestige. He is very good in The Prestige, yeah. Love that film. One of the best Christopher Nolan's. Yeah, Dan, you still need to f- watch that film. Yeah, yeah I probably yeah. Watch it. Yeah, probably my second favourite. Does anyone have an idea of what Tom's Link might be? Well, I mean, you mentioned David Bowie, and obviously Dog, Dog Day Afternoon is about... Uh, transgender man it it just occurs to me like fluid gender yeah but wouldn't he have wouldn't he have picked a David Bowie song or a David Bowie album if he was I I was thinking yeah I don't know I don't know anything about Suede so I've really got no idea I know nothing about Suede except in Guardians 1 there's a song by Blue Suede so you know nothing about Suede not 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 the same thing Dan (laughs) actually I've got an idea okay so you need drugs to um, switch genders. hmm And Suede were on a lot of drugs. Just, just, to say, just to say, Seth, don't, don't try and overcomplicate it because it's not that difficult. All right, so it's not that then. Um, I've already given away a lot of hints. Is it just like grungy? Is, is grunge your, your link? No. What about Jay? What do you think? Now I'm just making the connection that Suede had, had an album called Dog Man Star and then Dog Day Afternoon. But that's... <laughs> ridiculous no uh, that, that, that's probably why I chose to do a um, uh, suede self-titled one just to yeah, avoid to, any complications yeah, to, not, to not mislead us how could I say this uh, okay so the album it's quite a de- it's a glam rock album right and if you know what that means and if you know what that kind of ex- exemplifies then I think you should be able to work that out okay moving yeah, on moving on Dan what's your, um, your music uh my music i've actually gone for a song rather than an album okay uh i've gone for billy ocean love really hurts about you baby yeah love really hurts without you love really hurts without you oh that's a lovely song i've got a guess i've got a guess yes tom is this about losing loved ones no but it's a good guess that okay. is a good guess. So, a bit gay, uh, but... <laughs> tell, tell us about the tell us about the song, Dan. I uh, like it. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate! Wait, Billy Ocean was <laughs> a uh, he was a sort of black Motown singer from the seventies. Uh, he was. And seventy six, uh, this song came out. And Black Panther is in, um, the Avengers. Briefly, in Endgame, yes. Hello, Jimmys. <laughs> oh it's anyway. my cat hello look at him say hello to Seth. <laughs> say hello to dan jay do you want to say <laughs> hi to my cat <laughs> moving on right you're like a. you just sat there like a like a bomb villain striking your cat <laughs> That's a really i love that song dan i really That's like really, it yeah i'm reminded of that scene in um sex ed where um the one of the characters sings it to maeve yeah. Number on the table can you not call it sex ed just call it sex education why because it, it sounds weird if you abbreviate it sorry Tom Tom we're all, Tom, we're all adults here. Eh? <laughs> we're all comfortable yeah, I, I take don't. it back I think, I think this could be my loosest link <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just a lot of loose links <laughs> my third one's definitely my biggest link Okay, so we've got end, uh, so we've got Avengers so Endgame got... and Billy Ocean. Love really hurts without you. Is it more? Is it more? <laughs> is it more about Billy Ocean or is it about the song specifically? The song. Well, these are pretty tricky, guys. Well done on your yeah, tricky. Well, or <laughs> or, or not well done. Yeah, <laughs> well done for Dan. Uh, Tom, tell us about your uh, choice of book or literature. literature. I, I have a hand. Picture of Dorian Gray. I thought it might be Ooh. picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah, <coughs> very do, interesting. Uh, do, do, you you don't know about this book, do you? Do you know about I Dorian Gray? I don't know about any book. <laughs> okay, so it's about it's a, essentially about a a guy called Dorian Gray. He gets painted, and he becomes uh, obsessed with this painting, and essentially his soul gets entrapped in it, and he never ages. Yeah, so the painting yeah. ages and he doesn't. Yeah, um, I suddenly just remembered the entire plot. Hey, that's pretty good. I will um tell you now, though, that it's written by Oscar Wilde, who is a gay Irishman. I'm fairly confident, if I'm right, it was originally published in 1890. Yeah, Tom, I think you're um. There's a lot of gay shit in Dorian Gray, isn't there? <laughs> if Tom's got it by his bedside, then
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's really.
0: Up yeah. To it. Um. <laughs> Right, so I'm actually just going to guess it's to do with Pride Month. LGBT, no. No. I told you this yesterday. It, it's, it's a connection, but it has like a little thing to go alongside it. So it's something guess, and something. I'm going it's, it's to guess it's along the lines of change. No. You should be able to get it. I think it's pretty easy. You're along the right lines. Tom, I've got one. Yeah. All of okay. these were released in a time where their subject matter is controversial. Is that right? Controversial subject matter for the time. You can have half a point. Get in. I'm winning. Wait, so c- can I reveal it now? Wait, JJ. So so it's basically um bringing up sort of LGBT issues in a time when that was really unpopular. Uh it's a bit it's a bit and more specific it's a bit more specific than that. So I'd okay. be more in favor of what Seth said cuz he was like the controversial bit. Can I reveal it now? Yeah, I sure. think you can reveal yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically uh, films with uh, homoerotic messages at a time, you know, when it was kind of frowned upon. If you were into Suede, you were basically called stuff like a bum boy or bender or stuff like that. So, you, so they were kind of like glamorized as being a, <laughs> a gay band. And then... Sorry, Tom, what the, what, Tom, what were people called? Bum boys. <laughs> <laughs> And then, obviously, in Oscar Wilde, yeah, the the gay messages, and he he was taken to court, and this was used as evidence of him being gay. Actually, come fact, mm. oh, and fun fact. then then obviously in Dog Day, the main guy's gay, and he wants a sex change. It's a good link. Yeah, well done, mate. There's 33 issues of this, uh, but I've just got the first one with me. It is Jonathan Hickman's New Avengers. It's about a a, a new school of Avengers, sort of. Aren't anything to do, do with the old ones, but they've sort of made their own one. And you got uh, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange, uh, some of the X-Men, some of the Guardians. Not Gamora; she died. Oh, Ooh. oh! I've got a guess. I've got a guess. Uh, Hulkling, Iron Lad, and they're all fighting against Lady Death. Where do you, did you just say Iron Man? Iron Lad. Okay, right. So My guess is that. They're all about the loss of Iron Man. No. It's Billy Ocean no. singing about the death of Iron <laughs> Man. <laughs> no, no, but... 40 years before he dies. Well, I, I think it's got something to do with loss. Am I on the right lines? Yeah. No. Some, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, this is such a loose connection. This is like... Can you go <laughs> into detail? Where does Billy yeah. Ocean fit in? Yeah. In this, Thanos has just died. And basically, in the comics, Thanos was doing all this click to get rid of half, half the universe to get with Lady Death to be her mandem. Dan, I've got uh, it. I've got the link. You got it? Yeah. Um, so it's all about clicking. So Billy Ocean's songs, you got that clicking no. issue. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. And, and this story's all about how Lady Death wants to take it into her own hands and, uh, and sort of She's gonna take over and beat, kill everyone. Is it? Is it like um, on but, the other side of the, uh, on the other, on the other hand type of thing? Like from the perspective <laughs> of Thanos? I mean, he no. after all he was just he was just a guy trying to make a new planet for his people. I'll give yeah. you a hint to a song. Imagine it's going to be so obvious now. What kind of film that song? Gar- It'll be in a Guardians movie. I'm thinking that. The answer is a- just, just simply. What's going to happen next in the MCU? Oh, fuck, fuck you. That's fucking bullshit. That's like Absolute bullshit. So I've gone with Endgame because that's where we left off. I've gone for this because I think this is the story that it's going to go oh. down. And I picked that song because if I were to put money on any song being in the Guardian, yeah, but te- Guardian te- te- technically that? the third one, how is that to do with what's, go- what's happening next, if that is next? Because this is what I think is going to happen next in the MCU. Right, here's a fun thing, this will this will take up some time. If you could pick any song to be in the next Guardian film, you put money that that song's gonna be in the film or to because that that would be my one. If we were betting on a song being in the next Guardians, I'd bet on Common Eileen. That's gotta be in there soon. Mm. That's last time I spoke to you, Seth, you said um sexual healing. Yeah, that'll be, yeah, that should be in there at some point. Yeah, yeah. you're going say Dan and Seth are both on a half, me and Tom are on fucking <laughs> nothing. It's dreadful. Right. right, Jay, do you Ryan, want to do your you, choices? Stop judging my bloody choice. <laughs> so, my film is Alien. Oh, banging film. Really? Do we like it that much? What? Yes. It is a good film. What's... Seth? Yeah? I'm intrigued. Do you not like Alien? I mean, it's o It's okay. It's oh, I, think it, I think it's a bit better than okay. I, I prefer literally... Prometheus, actually. What? Uh, do you fuck? <laughs> do you fuck? You prefer, <laughs> Pr- Prometheus is shit. Seth. So Alien, Alien is literally top five, if not top three, if not number one horror film ever. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, one of the things I was going to say is that Alien is pretty much... What, it was one of the first films almost to perfect the horror genre, especially sci-fi horror. It had never been done before. It is the quintessential horror sci-fi film, without a doubt. When was Alien? 77, 78? 79, like I think. 79. Oh. Uh, it was 79. Yeah. yeah. See, I did that from memory. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Prometheus was 2012. Yeah, it was. Yes. Right, Jay, do you want to talk us through just quickly the premise of Alien? Okay, even though we so, want so Alien They it is a ship of um, miners and mercenaries, I seem to remember. And they've been... <laughs> Sorry, I just got pr- temporarily distracted by Dan. What the <coughs> hell was that? What? You, you mimed sex <laughs> with your hand. I mind sex. I think Jay just mimed sex after saying Minus. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, I feel... Oh. <laughs> right, we're moving on. Um, oh, Peter. Uh, they're sent to scout out this planet uh, and they discover eggs. Lots and <laughs> lots. Of... They discover a crashed ship and lots and lots of eggs. Um hmm And one hatches... Miners, sex, eggs. And one hatches onto John Hurt's face. Ah, poor guy. Um, And then there is the absolutely terrifying and very, very famous chestburster scene. It really has a good grip on that sense of claustrophobia that you can get. Yeah, there is a great sense of ambience in it, which I think is why it's so... Yeah. Good and held as one of the best horror sci-fi because I mean you don't really see the alien isn't on screen for quite a lot of the film and you only ever like hear him or like feel his presence so it does mm. is, yeah it's it's a very very good film. The idea of the alien is actually scarier than the alien itself. Exactly yeah. If if, um. if it was if the alien was more on screen it would kind of lose its mystique which I think yeah that's why it's so good. Mm. Yeah I think I know what your link is. Go on then. Is it? All of your choices were like first of that time, so they were like the first to do it no okay you're you're along the right lines, but it's not quite that is it is it uh groundbreaking things within a genre yeah yes. <laughs> essentially yes no way you just got three points you just <laughs> got three points so what what actually so it it was exactly that so pretty much all of my things are either one of the first in that specific area and also were... But it's the... Also, they were groundbreaking and almost like the perfection of that. Like, Can I have half? Surely Dan should only have like one and a half points if they only got half of it. I, I got half of it. Yeah, so one and a half. So, okay, so on be, two. Both, Dan's both on one, and, one and a half. Uh, Seth, you okay yeah. to share points? Yeah, mate. So both on two. Yeah. Legend. There's a one star review for Alien and I just want to read it. Probably uh, yes, please. It may have been effective back in nineteen seventy nine, but now it is aged as well as milk. <laughs> it is way too predictable and ticks off every horror cliche in the book. There is very it invented little invented the cliches. Yeah. There I is very that. there is very little else to the story and the characters are boring, making it not worthy of a second viewing. I disagree oh, with that. That is horseshit. I... It may not, it may not have the best acting in film, but I mean, it does, it does a lot with a little, I think. So explain. my film, I have it with me today. It's just down here. Can we all see what that is? I love this film. A a Monster calls, great course. film. A love that course. film. Great film. Is that the, is that the one with um Mr. Gould? No, that's in the spectacles, Dan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Um, what, what did you get in GCSE English? Enough. <laughs> okay. Dan was writing about a monster calls the whole time. <laughs> um. So no, it's a really good film. It's about it's about this young boy, played by Lewis McDonald, and we all know I like it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we Wait, all know so I says, don't like. Says what? What? What was your book again? Doesn't said it. What fucking said it, you dick. Oh yeah, shit! Sure. we're going in a funny order. Although, this was a book first, I don't know if you knew that. It was, it was about yeah. a murder. No, that's in the spectacles again. No. <laughs> Let's try to keep it on topic. <laughs> yeah. Also, can I, can I kind of spoil something from the f- context of the film? Sure. The whole thing's a metaphor, there isn't actually a monster. It's all a, 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 a physical man- manifestation of his thoughts. Exactly what it's I what? was going to say. And, it, mon- and his feelings. The monster is like how he copes with his grief. And it's yeah, meant to so like what? anger. you got the anger. You've got the sadness. Yeah. All those things. What? It's not a spoiler, Dan. That's almost like Inspector Goof. Oh, He's okay. not real. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're fine. Okay. Dan, Dan, <laughs> did you ever listen in English like once? Seth, <laughs> so so is your book going to be on Spectacles? I'm not at liberty to say right now. <laughs> if it is, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're all a person calls, yeah. Ian. <laughs> great link. Um, no, but a monster calls is really good. Liz McDonough is, is a great child actor, you know, and I hate them most of the time, but he's actually really good. It's a massive... It, oh, it hits you in the feels, this one, as well. It's uh, really good. It does. It's a really good film. Yeah, uh, Tom, I saw you crying at that, you baby. I did cry. Well, it's, just, it's really sad. I actually watched it before it came out, um, so I watched yeah. it um, before it came out. Well, yeah, I said, what... said that mate. <laughs> 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 I watched it before it came out. So I watched it before it came out. <laughs> yeah. I, I I remember going to see it with my dad and there were a load of kids there expecting to see like a fun, you know, film with a child and a monster. And they ended up all coming out a bit crying. So I don't think it was exactly what they It's 12. No, it's it's a P. I thought it was a PG. No, it's 12. I got the DVD here, remember. Oh shit. Wow. I want to make a guess. Okay, gay what? boy uh film oh no not films Uh things with massive twists at the end it doesn't have a massive twist that's not a massive twist it's kind of it that is the context of the film that it is you know tom, can you let monster. me have my guess well there is a, right. in fairness there is a bit of a twist at the end because the monster played by liam neeson is also seen in a photograph and he liam neeson is also the kid's granddad so it's thought that the monster represents Seth, is tom holland in it no i don't think so yeah, but it's it's all to do with the fact that the, the whole thing's a metaphor. Steph, I've just looked it up. Tom Holland is in it. <laughs> no, that's the impossible. He is, he's in the impossible. He is He is definitely no, not No, I'm on the cast, cast list for a calls calls, and Tom Holland is there. He's not in he's not. it. He's, he's not in, not it. in it. He's he in the other, definitely not in it. He's in the other J.A. Bayona film, which is the impossible. The the internet's not always right. I think that's, that's been historically proven. Brilliant, he's standing next to him. That, that's <laughs> not, <laughs> but look, he's no, not no, in it. No, 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 if I, look, Get if me I a shot on... of him in the movie, in the film. I just monster Look, here's the internet. Look, you ready? Cast on Holland. That's bullshit, he's not in it. So, as it turns out, Holland was a stand-in for the monster who's voiced by Liam Neeson. So he was oh. going to voice the monster? No, do you reckon he did like the monster's movements and stuff, and they CGI'd it around him? I think that's possible. I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so anyone got any guesses? I think it's about grief. (coughs) Stupid guess, no. Uh, I'm just going to random guess. Is it to do with metaphors in films? Tom, that's exactly the wrong answer. No, it's not. No. you fucking dickhead. Yeah, he did the movements for the monster. Brilliant. (laughs) Useful. Still not in it. Uh, My guess is films where Tom Holland doesn't speak in. Jay, you're probably the closest. Yeah. So Jay, now we can all try to guess what Jay's music will be when we know that the thing is like groundbreaking. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Yes. Oh, I know what it's going to be. Oh, hey, Jude, the Beatles. No. No, I, I think I know it's going to. Oh, oh, it's is Miles it, Davis. Is it Pink Floyd? So Miles Davis, so what? Ooh. It is Miles Davis, but it's not so what. Give me half a point. Give me half a point. No. Top, uh, Jay, I guessed the artist. That was amazing. No, sort off. <laughs> Fucking hell! It's Bitches Brew by Miles. Is it Davis. Bitches Brew? <laughs> Isn't that a beer? So, I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to get into Miles Davis. So. so, Jay, did Bitches Brew come before So What? Then I'm guessing. No, it came after. Well then, should, why didn't you? Why didn't you choose So What is it on Kind of Blue? No, Bitches Brew is. Uh, Bitches yeah. Brew's Sorry. an album. Yeah. Bitches Brew is an album, uh, and so what is the t- is the first track from Kind of Blue, which <laughs> is what Blue, Seth yeah. was talking about. Yeah, um, and there's a song called Bitches Brew, which is the yeah, second but, song. What, on what, Bitches Brew. You, you could yeah, technically so argue it, that um, you could argue that Kind of Blue is a bit more sort of iconic and groundbreaking. <laughs> what is yeah, it? I could. Kind, kind of Blue is absolutely groundbreaking and was almost at the time the perfection of jazz in that form. So why did yeah, you choose the next one? But Bitches Brew, the album is also groundbreaking and also um perfection of freeform jazz in its Okay. It only peaked at number thirty five. Oh, for fuck's sake, Dan. Shut just up. because it doesn't sell just because the album doesn't get to number one doesn't mean it's not groundbreaking. So Jay, can you explain what um the difference between freeform jazz is and um kind of blue, basically? Okay. So um what do they use With- in Blues Brothers? Hmm? They play R and B and blues. Sit <laughs> my cat in the face. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a shambles. Get that on replay. Yeah,
1: we'll, this is an
0: audio podcast. Or we, we'll replay the oh. light sound of. That. <laughs> 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 I, I've just I just realised something. I had the Suede album in my record thing, and it had a picture of two men kissing. So that could have been something to hold up. But you've got oh. it anyway. Oh yeah, it does actually. Thanks, Tom. Right, Jay. Yeah, uh, so, bitches brew. Um, <laughs> is this bitches brew? <laughs> Just an extra little random bit of Billy Ocean there. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a <laughs> this is a shambles. This is a shambles. But I'm so glad that Seth is editing today. I'm actually fucking not doing this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Bitches Brew is, so freeform jazz is essentially a lot of, uh, you pick sort of the key and uh, your instrument sections and you just sort of play. You, it's mainly improvisation. If I was going to go with jazz and like the albums which I would put as staples, Kind of Blue would be one, definitely. Yeah, But I also think uh, Time Out. Oh, timeout! Oh, time absolutely. I did actually, uh, to be honest, I forgot about timeout. Out. Um, yeah. Yes, you are absolutely right. Because All of, of like these the, albums are... The, the big are, ones, yeah. All Same of these ones. albums are absolutely groundbreaking and perfection. Yeah. Essentially. Can I have half a point like, for just... Miles Davis? No! You're such a dick. Yeah. Shall I tell you my album? Yes, yeah. please, Seth. Oh. I've got it here. Sufjan, Stevens, Carrie, and Lowell. Yeah. Ah. Oh, is it is it to do with people that you've lost, lost people, lost or cancer? People. No, it's to do with cancer, it's to do with cancer. My link is cancer. Your link is yeah, because like Sushant Stevens' mum died of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it about his dead mum. I don't know it. Well, that's what we need to know. He wrote about his dead mum, and it's really sad. Is it? Is it? Does the mum pass away, or is the mum diagnosed? with a terminal illness in Monster <laughs> Calls as well. Yes, yes, yeah, she is, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> is, is it to do with um, uh, people People that are trying to hold on to something? People that are trying to hold on to something? Yes. No, it's not that specific. Like yours. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. You like jazz, you like jazz, you like jazz, you like jazz. Okay, is it to do with parenting and the, and the relationship between a parent and their child? What, the fact that the mum dies in both of them? Yeah. No. Done. Uh, is it to do with the meaning of life and how no. everybody has... Jay, what's your book? Wait, we have to guess it. Oh, yeah. So it's about the first in a groundbreaking Uh Daniel... The first Harry Potter. But first Harry Potter wasn't particularly groundbreaking. First Lord of the Rings? I mean, I think J.K. Rowling would beg to death. No, I've J. guessed it. It's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. And you're wrong. Oh. Is it a George Orwell book? Is it Animal Farm? It. Uh, no, it's not. And I should probably give you the a Hungry hint. That it's... Oh, the Hungry no. Caterpillar. The it, Hungry Caterpillar. It's not a book. Is it a play? It's Watchmen. Oh, they made a film out of Watchmen. Yeah, yeah and it was rubbish. I think it is in the top 100 um Books ever written, or not? It's not. It's not a book, but it is a graphic novel. It probably is the greatest graphic novel ever written, and it sort of invented that format. You know, even even the people who were around, even you know, Neil Gaiman was read read it uh, when Alan Moore first wrote it. So it was the first graphic novel, really. It essentially, yeah, it was the first in that sort of style. And it was one of the first really dark graphic novels as well. It's really, really good. When did it come out? 1983, I think. Right, does anyone want to guess my, uh, my piece of my book? now? my book. Well, we haven't guessed what your link is. I mean, he's going to have to give the book. Right. The book is, I also have the book to hand. <laughs> it's um, Narnia, The Silver Chair, which is the, the penultimate Narnia book where their mum dies. Uh, No, there is a death in it, though. Prince Caspian dies, and it's all very, very sad, and Aslan cries big lion tears, and it's 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 very moving. It's it's probably the only book that made me almost... I don't cry at books, so it, it, it almost made me... Well, I, I didn't cry, did I? But it almost made me cry. Not that crying is gay anyway, you dick. You cried at Endgame every single time you watch it. Is that a problem? No, of course not. That's what I bring out. Well, because you are being horrible to me. Is, it, is your link things associated with James McAvoy? I'm just thinking, no. No, it's not. No? Is it close? Am I on the right line? Although, in the Narnia remake, um, Tom Holland was actually going to play you. Eust- no, he wasn't. Oh, that would have been cool, though. Brilliant. Tom, any guesses? Go down the James McAvoy route. I think I was close. No. struck gold, man. Jay, you look pretty fed up. Sorry, yeah. um, Are you going to have me on again? (laughs) Give give me a month. So, hang on. Have have we been close at all? The grief was kind of close. That's about it. Uh, Not letting loved ones go. I mean, death, yeah, that's kind of close. So along the right lines, I suppose. Uh, it was just, um, tearjerkers. Your connection was that they're all tearjerkers. They all sort of make me cry a bit. Why didn't you pick Endgame? Seth, you do realise this is like dogs. This is a good link. They're all tearjerkers. That's so obvious. So me and me and Dan have drawn. And Tom and Jay have got zero points. Yeah. Are you telling me I've come on your podcast and gone and get drawn first place? <laughs> Boom! Right, anyway. Thanks, um... Thank you, anyone who stuck around to the end. Dan and Tom, thank you both very much for coming on. I'm closing down the penis tab. (laughs) It's been fun. Um, Maybe we'll have you both again sometime. Next week, week, (laughs) same time. Um, Next week, same time. Goodbye.